Hello there, and welcome to TAF Talks, the show all about influencing positive change and doing things differently. I'm Jamie. And I'm Ken. And along with some guests much more qualified than we are, we want to share some real stories and experiences of making real change happen. We want to learn together and share some nuggets of wisdom along the way. Oh yeah, and ideally, we'd like to have a laugh too. On today's podcast, we're going to cover why we want to do a podcast and what we thought we'd accomplish by doing it, but also give you a bit of a view of what Together and Active Future is and what TAF Talks is all about, and, and hopefully that'll give you a bit of context for the podcast moving forwards. So, many of you won't know Jamie, who um, is hosting this podcast with me. So, Jamie War is a tall chap, loud voice, um, is one of seven six brothers and sisters of a whole range of different ages. Um, <laughs> As opposed to the being set duplets. Well, you're spread out, aren't you? Yeah, you're spread out. spread out. You're spread out. And, and that's why you've got such a big voice, trying to get, get a word in edgeways. Um, you, Jamie's written some of this bio, but I'm just going to read it as put it. Unremarkable education and a very professional background, including working in a kebab shop, yeah. managing bars, forklift truck driving, before finding his niche in the NHS. And in the past 12 or so years, you've had roles um, including finance officer, business development lead, bid writer, transformation manager, program manager, and creative lead. Written successful bids to win business, designed and launched a reablement service, delivered multiple successful engagement events, blah 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 and on and on it goes. That's Alison, our producer, <laughs> in the background there. On the podcast there. I think she forgot we were live. So, <laughs> I'd like to introduce you to my good friend, colleague, and... TAF creative lead, Jamie Wall. Hello, and thank you for that crazy boring... <laughs> you wrote it, mate. Oh. You wrote it. We should have just stuck with He's a tall chap with a loud voice. Probably would have been accurate. Unremarkable education. <laughs> you wrote gob on legs here. Gob on legs, that's a good way of doing it. Okay, so I think we're, we're going to test out a few features, if you like, aren't we, of yeah. what we'd like this podcast to do. Yeah. Uh, and one of these things, which we're going to try out now, is at the start of each podcast, for whether we have guests or whether it's just me and Ken, we're going to talk about um, our success factors. This is something that TAF like to do, whether it's planning an event or um, you know, in- engaging with people and trying to do something quite creative, is what's success for you as a person, for you as an individual part of this? So, Ken, podcast today, our first one ever, mm-hmm. what for you is success? I think there's a, there's a tech thing. So does the sound work? Does the tech happen at the end? Have we actually got something we can listen back to? That would be a good starting point. I think we, we're hoping that we'll enjoy doing it so that we'll actually have fun and it, and it won't be too awkward or tense or long silences. No chemistry whatsoever. Yeah. Um, and I think I'd like to hope that in half an hour or so we can give people a really good flavour of what this podcast will be like moving forwards. Okay. So I've just captured them, and what we're going to do is at the end of the podcast we'll come back to it we've used our success factors and no doubt congratulate ourselves on nailing every one of them (laughs) probably or maybe not (laughs) we'll see okay so and again what I'd like to do is so we're going to talk about the podcast first and I thought I'd find a couple of podcasting facts that might kind of um, be interesting for us or might terrify us so here we go so I'm going to bring up a couple so there are around about 7.1 million people in the UK listen to podcasts every week. So I mean, And six of those might be listening to ours. <laughs> so our target is probably 
just 0.1 million of the 7.1 would be awesome, but you know, getting to 10 would be lovely <laughs> too. Um, and actually, what's really interesting is that's doubling every five years. So you know, from from where that was, um, you know, five years ago, 100% bigger, and in yeah. five years' time, our listenership will be 100% bigger, so up to 12. <laughs> Um, here's an interesting one for us and it's going to be an interesting test for us between half and three quarters of all podcasts are no longer in production and most of them pod fade and you didn't see me do this with my fingers everybody pod fade after seven episodes it's a good term isn't it pod fade pod fade yeah so that's what we're going to aim not to do hit eight episodes eight episodes and then pod fade (laughs) (laughs) and then actually the biggest demographic of podcast listeners is 25 to 34 year olds which me and Ken are right in that age bracket so that works out perfectly, Nearly. relating to our audience. To be fair, I'm closer to that age bracket than you are, <laughs> by quite a distance. Yeah, that's true. Okay. So there were some podcast facts. Okay. So let's get into it, shall we? Yeah. Okay. Let's... So, Ken, the first thing that comes to my mind is I'm sat here now with a, a microphone pointing at me. Alison filming me from over <laughs> there, making me all feel quite tense. Is Why did we think this was a good idea? I'm not sure. (laughs) I'm not sure. It felt like a good idea at the time. You know, when we first first spoke about it, I think we were on a drive back from a Sport England event, and we were having a good chat about the event, some of the things we'd learned, some of the things we'd thought about. Um, And, we, you know, we had a really good laugh while we were doing it, and we thought it would have been fun if we were able to record that and share it with others, you know, apart from some of maybe the the, the bits which might not have been appropriate to share. Um, And I think... As, as we've thought about it, the Sport England pilot that we're working on, which we're going to talk a bit about in, the, in a few minutes, is really about learning and sharing and doing things differently. And we've all seen the newsletters and the stuff you get from standard projects. We just thought it would be something different. Uh, certainly I've not had a project that I've worked on before that's done a podcast or tried to share the learning in this kind of format. So, so it might work, it might not, uh, but we just thought, well, I certainly thought it would be really interesting to give it a try. And I thought... You know, from a personal perspective, I'm hoping that we'll enjoy it. We've seen, uh, yeah. We like spending time together. We have a laugh when we have a chat about most things. Yeah. Um, be interesting to see what happens when we introduce a guest. Yeah, ruin the dynamic. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. Um, but hopefully it'll be fun. It's something I've never, ever, ever done before or even thought about doing. Mm. Um, and so it might be, it might be awful. Okay. But, but we'll see. I don't know. What, what, what was it for you that... I managed to get you sat around the table with a microphone. Well, I think, you know, it, we, we, I've given myself, or we, I've been given a, a very interesting title for TAF, which is Creative Lead. And I think that's a little bit around me trying to find new ways of pushing the boundaries a little bit on how you can approach share, doing things like sharing learning and sharing experiences. So this is really a test of, is this a medium and a format that works to reach kind of audiences that you wouldn't normally reach in kind of standard newsletters and formats and things? So I think... There's an interesting thing to test with that, but I think mostly I think what's important is we're getting a really exciting opportunity to bring in and meet people mm. that I've never kind of been in that kind of um, environment with before. And I think there's a little bit around that that says we're in a really fortunate position, so let's see if we can start to share some of the value that we're getting from that with others. You know, So just bringing a few to mind, you know, we're, we're meeting some really kind of switched on people at some of these Sport England events from the Leadership Centre and stuff. And these are big brains and really interesting people. And wouldn't it be nice to bring somebody like that in and share some of their wisdom and thoughts with, yeah. with an audience? And, yeah. and, you know, Leon, Professor Leon Cruikshank from Lancaster, similarly, not many people get to work with people at that level. Mm. And we're getting the chance to do that. So I think it's a great idea to try and think, can we share some of that 
and do more for people who don't get this chance. Yeah. And I think over the last 12 months or so, you know, of all the things that we've learned and all the different things we've done as part of this project, I think some of the most um, insightful, enlightening moments have been just when we've been sat around as a team, talking with each other, exploring some of these kind of personal feelings, some of these ideas, some of the thoughts about things that are maybe broken or don't quite work right in what we're doing. And we've not really had a format to kind of capture that conversation. Yeah. And, and maybe this is an opportunity to do that. Okay. So we think it's a good idea. It's going to be tested very quickly. Yeah. And everyone needs to like, let us know whether it's a load of rubbish. Um, <laughs> right, calm it down. Just give us a few episodes before yeah. you let us know if it's rubbish. Send us a newsletter. <laughs> um, so I think really quickly, because I don't want to get too introspective here. Um, but actually, you know, what, what do you hope and fear for with this podcast for us? I really hope that we have some incredible experiences with some 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 guests who I think can really give us some insightful and enlightening moments. Um, I'm looking forward to learning. I, I'm scared for that moment where you launch your podcast, you've got four or five episodes hopefully, and after two weeks you click on it and there's not been a <laughs> single person listen to it. But actually... In some ways, that doesn't matter either, um, in in that I think we're really trying to learn something new about ourselves and about other people and about this work that we're trying to do to get people more physically active and change the way that our places work for local people. But I'm a bit worried about... There's that that thing, isn't there, of when when you put yourself out into a public domain, there's a little element of, you know, people making a judgment about who you are and what you like, and that's that's a bit scary, to be honest, for me. So actually, I've got an interesting little closing quote later on that ties back to that beautifully, um, which I won't go into now. But I think for me, um, so I think there's the bit of, I hope it's something that helps me to learn, and helps us to learn, and I hope yeah. it's something that others can take value from. And I'm scared by the fact of, um, I'm intrigued by how my voice comes across. Firstly, it's too big usually, and it's got a beautiful Pennine Lancashire accent. Yeah. <laughs> when you hear that back, you go, yeah. wow. Yeah, chav. Uh, I like to bounce around in my chair, smack tables with my fists. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Swear. So all of these things are a slight worry with regards yeah. to a podcast. So Callison is um, hopefully going to be adept at editing F-bombs <laughs> when they get dropped. Yeah, air, some kind of air horn going over the top of them. <laughs> See if there's any podcasts no, left at the what end. A, what a sh- that idea that is. <laughs> <laughs> okay, um, so then a little bit, who do we think it's for? Let's help our audience decide themselves a little bit. Who do we aim this at? What are people going, what people going to be able to expect from it? I think a few different audiences, really. I mean, pr- primarily it's people who are working on these local delivery pilots. Pilots have been funded by Sport England, so there's, so there's twelve of those. And we'll come back a bit. We'll come back to to what the pilots are about later on. But I think it's primarily for people working in. Um, the public sector, third sector organisations who are trying to understand how do we do a better job of engaging with communities, how do we influence people's ability to be more physically active and the environment that enables them to do that. Um, I think it's for anyone really who is keen to make a change to the place Mm. that they live for people who are passionate about. I believe in my place, I love living here, but it can be better Mm. and there's ways for it to change. Um, and hopefully we'll find out some things and learn some things and have some ideas together with our guests and others that will help people to be able to start to put into action some of these feelings that I think people have in communities of we can do better 
we can do better than what we've currently got. And when we speak with GPs and colleagues at DWP and we speak to the NHS and local councils, there's a lot of people with a lot of passion to do things better. Mm. But we're not sure where to start. And so hopefully some of that will come through. And those are the type of people we're aiming for, those people who want to make a difference to their place. Yeah, I think it's a perfect point, which is I don't think there's almost any role now that isn't about how do we improve, how do we get better, how do we influence positive change, how do we help more people to, to, to be you know, better for themselves. Yeah. Um, and then so finally, I think we've covered this one a little bit, hopes for the podcast, so 7.1 million listeners, mm-hmm. what are we hoping for, numbers? Three and a half million. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough, three and a half million, okay, that's the target. Yeah. <laughs> Always know, good to be asked. No, I've got no idea how many people... I've been made up if if one episode 100 people listen to it, I think. Yeah. That'd be awesome. It would. Because <laughs> you, you said it, I like to laugh out loud and go, whatever. But yes, it'd be nice to have the idea that we're reaching some people. Sometimes. I mean, between our two families, they must be like going on for 20 or 30 people. Surely we can force all them to I'll listen to it. I'll just up the brothers and sisters. There you go. I could Nail create it. loads of different Gmail accounts and keep listening to it, but, you know, myself. and We'll okay. see, we'll see. So I think so. We want to give you a little bit of an insight into why we're doing it, and hopefully, what's come across is the fact that we think it's a good idea, but we have some apprehension about it. We've no idea if this is going to work, and if it doesn't, then we're going to learn anyway. And if it does, then awesome, we're going to learn as hopefully well as yeah. some other people are going to learn too. Definitely. So, one of the things I'm going to introduce now is uh, is we've got a, a range of features for when our guests come, and uh, one of the features is called Pennine Quick Questions. Nine quick questions. It's going to be against the clock. I'm going to read them out. You've got to give me an answer. Okay. If if at any moment you say something outrageous, I've got the privilege to stop the clock and say, what are you on about? Okay? Okay. So that's where we're up to. Just just for listeners, Alison got super bored then and left the room. <laughs> <laughs> if you heard the squeaking of the door, totally had enough. So here we go. I'm going to start the timer. Okay. I'm going to read the questions. You give a quick answer. And you're going to stop it if you, that's if you it. need to. Okay, got Ready? Yeah. Okay. What is your... Oh, go on. No, sorry, it's tense. No, carry on. It's a tense time, but it put me off. <laughs> sorry, carry on. What is your nickname? Uh, I have a few nicknames. The easy one is Waff. The, the gangster nickname is Waffy P. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm also called Long Tall. Hang on, i got to stop. <laughs> why, why do you need a gangster nickname? <laughs> because when you're drinking at home at night with your friends and you all decide that you need a gangster nickname, that's what you do. You work it out. All right. And you can find Jamie on Twitter. <laughs> oh, yeah, I am Waffy P on at Twitter. At Waffy P. Yeah, yeah. All right, here we go. We're carrying okay. on. Number two. Which Harry Potter character are you most like? Ooh, oh, 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 Harry Potter. I will be like um, Ron. Ron Weasley. Yeah. Classic. Loud and music, a little bit dumb. <laughs> what thing, one thing that annoys you? Um, negativity. <laughs> one thing that makes your heart glad? Um... Speaking to anybody who wants to. You know what I mean? Just talking to people generally. I love talking to people. I love meeting people. How long does it take to get ready in the morning? No time at all. Five minutes. Apart. The gel hair is the main bit. The rest of it. You hurt. That's gelled, is it? <laughs> okay. Run, walk, cycle or something else? Um, well, I'm currently getting into some serious Tabata and hit sessions, which is a culture shock for me. So that... Okay. Qualifications or experience? Experience all the way. Is that because you haven't got any colours? (laughs) (laughs) If there's a spider in your house, do you kill it or set it free? Uh, Neither. I'm paralysed by fear, 
and I'm calling <laughs> like a wimp to anybody who can come and rescue me from that. Okay, number nine, last one. How would you rate your karaoke skills on a scale of one to Mariah Carey? Oh, I'm Mariah Carey plus three. Mar- Legendary. Mariah Carey plus three. <laughs> so, in terms of in terms of our next podcast, that took one minute forty three. Okay, wow. Well, that was that's not too bad. Actually. It's not too bad. Quite lengthy, but you did witter on a bit. <laughs> so, in terms of quick answers, I'm not sure. Okay. I thought that worked quite well. Quite like that bit. Yeah, I think it will be like I say with guests who are less bloody. I'm sorry, that's what <laughs> the first beat needs to happen there. <laughs> it's a mild swear. That one's fine. Um, yeah, I think that could be quite. Uh, it'd be interesting to see how guests deal with that under pressure. Yeah. Because what's interesting is I'm sat here knowing what them questions were, and I still panicked on most <laughs> of them. <laughs> okay. There, there was there was one question yeah, which we've removed from there. Oh yeah, that's yeah. Yeah. Do you want to ask that one? Because well, we've, we've been told we shouldn't really include this question going yeah. forwards. But question ten: Jamie yeah. or Ken? Jamie. I don't understand. <laughs> I don't understand. Everyone we've asked that question, they've picked you. I don't. <laughs> um, yeah. Okay. Sorry. So moving on. Okay. So one thing we would want to do quite quickly is just touch a little bit on what Together and Active Future is, in the assumption that you're going to want to carry on listening to this podcast going forwards, which would be awesome. Yeah. We wanted to just give a little bit of context to what it is that we're a part of and, and what Man and Ken's roles are a little bit. Um, so I think just on that, Ken, you know, do you want to kind of take the, in a nutshell, how you describe Together an Active Future and what yeah. this opportunity for us is? So I think just rolling it right back to the beginning. So Sport England, who are uh, a governing body trying to build sports participation and physical activity across the country, um, government-funded, have launched into this phase of trying to learn what what it is that's really going to help inactive people become active. And so one of the things they've done over the last two or three years is they've launched these 12 pilot areas across the country, quite heavily funded in some respects, um, but with the aim to find out, to test, to learn, to explore what different approaches, what new ways there are of working with people who are who are struggling to be active at the moment. And so Pennine Lancashire was selected to be one of those 12 pilot schemes. And we have a, a little core team of five or six, seven, eight, growing, <laughs> growing over the last few months. Growing in, during that conversation. <laughs> I think eight or so of us. Uh, seconded from various places, part-time, full-time, working together to try and figure out what, what is it that we can test, what is it that we can do to try and change the way that Pennine Lancashire approaches physical activity as a system, I don't know really. I don't really know what that word "system" means, but I think it's that that partnership of and that collaboration of local authorities, public bodies like the NHS, DWP, local communities, local people, uh, and stuff like that. So, really, it's it's an that's the overarching theme, I think. And when we've got various work streams that you're probably better able to describe than me. Yeah, well, I think just on one quick point you mentioned then, I think when we say system, and that's a whole podcast in itself probably, what is a system, yeah. which is a horrible term, but I think the interesting bit is that no matter what it is, it's full of people. Yeah. So it's full of professionals who can do more for themselves and do more for other people. It's full of people on the ground who want to do more for themselves, potentially need a bit of help, yeah. and it's people at the highest level who can make some really big, impactful changes. And I think that's the way for me, the best way of describing a system is all of the people who are here yeah. and can help and support each other and do more for each other. I think that's a really important point, and we've talked about this a lot, that you know we talk about these six, these systems and these structures and these organisations, the reality is just, just people's relationships that yeah. make all this stuff and the culture that surrounds people. 
And so it is a, it's a one-by-one kind of people-based experiment, yeah. maybe, for want of a better word. Oh, sorry sorry to interrupt. So I think we'll touch really quickly, and, and actually it's probably worth mentioning at this point, which is something I would not normally do, I must be getting better at this stuff, is we do have a web page, actually, that is on... So if you were to Google Together and Active Future, or Google Healthy Apennine Lancashire, it's now called. Is it? I think it's now called that. Apologies. Looking to, for our producer, Alison, to, to, to tell <laughs> yeah. us what it's called now. So it used to be called Together a Healthier Future, which is the Healthy Social Care Transformation Project. It's recently been renamed. But if you go on that website, which is very easy to find, you'll see a page there that's called Together an Active Future. And that's actually our webpage. And on there, you can find some really simple information that explains a lot about what we are. So I'm not going to go into loads of detail, because actually I think yeah. there's some really gorgeous stuff on there that really gives people a flavour of who we are and what we're all about. And... Uh, Check me, directing people to a web page. Always learning. Um, it sounded I'm, really boring, <laughs> but, <laughs> but worth doing anyway. Fine, I'm never going to do that again now. <laughs> so I think, um, but yeah, so a little bit of, so what we're trying to do in this core team is how can we make the most of this opportunity and try to learn things across Penang, Lancashire, which is a really big place, if people don't know, because Penang, Lancashire is not really a real place. It's made up of Blackmore, Darwin, and East Lancashire, and East Lancashire is made up of five districts of Burnley, Hyburn, Pendle, Ribble Valley, and Rosendale. Mm-hmm. So basically, we've created a, a structure that says we want to test some things in some really small targeted groups, yeah. uh, and that's working with really kind of you know great partners such as DWP and Darwin PCN and East Lancashire Hospitals and all these big hitters who could potentially make a real difference with some support. And then we've also wanted every each one of those six districts that I've mentioned to have their own opportunities of doing something real for them and their place. So we've also created the, the structure for them to be able to do that. And then we're also looking at some stuff that's what, what are we already, do, already doing that's great that we can potentially grow across Penang, Lancashire and make sense to do so. So I think that's generally what TAF is about. I think the most important thing, and I think this is Sport England being in a different world than they've been in the past, is this is really learning about how. How do you approach the problem of inactivity as opposed to let's chuck some solutions at, at it and see if we can sort it? And I think it's a learning pilot. And actually, this podcast is probably a microcosm of that. This yeah. is a learning experience for us. So if you want more about TAF, go to that web page that I talked about. Uh, and you can also follow us on Twitter at TAF Talks. And there's probably some stuff on there too. I think just the last thing perhaps to touch on on that is what's really exciting for me about this project and, and perhaps a bit about our roles, just very briefly. Oh, yeah, I about that so I'm, I, I work for a leisure trust, one of the leisure trusts in East Lancashire in, in Rossendale and just spending one day a week on this project just trying to think about, I suppose, some of the strategic angles and support the team and I probably have a, the, the role that everyone hates me for in, in challenging and asking tricky questions. I mean, hate's a strong word. Yeah, but but I really, really, really don't like you. (laughs) Um, And I think, you know, just trying to get underneath some of those assumptions and core beliefs that we might have about the way things have always been done, trying to challenge some of that mindset. Um, But I think what's really interesting for me and the thing that I'm really loving about it is is the the whole kind of culture of what we're doing, this challenging, fun, enthusiastic, different, informal, you know, the we talk a lot about the look and the sound and the feel and you know doing away with powerpoint presentations and all that kind of thing and just trying to do things in a much more creative fun engaging happy way that was so in the next podcast I need to switch off the notifications <laughs> on my laptop um 
Don't let it throw you, mate. No, I'm thrown. So I'm, well, I'm going to jump in at this point. Now. I'm not going to go into a lot of detail because I'm mindful of how long this podcast is going to be. What I'm going to say is, Ken Masser, if you were to look into him, is also one of those people that I talked about as being one of those kind of change makers. He's, he's a person with a really interesting and varied background and he's done some really great stuff. And I think the, the value of we, what we have is we can have people like Ken in our team who then go away and try to influence others and, and work in political arenas and work with big leisure trusts and work with really strategic partners. And it's through people like Ken and others that we can really start to really sow the seeds of something quite special here with the ability to kind of, you know, get those kind of, um, get that reach out from everything that we're trying to do here. And my role, really simplistically, is the program manager is to try to give this some structure and direction um, and ensure that we're maximising the most of this opportunity whilst we've got it. And my role as creative lead is the fun bit, which is how can we push ourselves to be different and stand out from everybody and excite people to want to come and be involved. So let's not go into any more of that. No. I think that was sufficient for the first podcast. I've no idea how long it was, maybe too long, we'll find out. But we're going to review the success factors, Ken. Yeah, let's do it. So, you said what you wanted to do was... Test some tech in this podcast. Yeah. Alison, do you reckon it's worked? Yeah. We think it might have worked. We'll find out shortly. Okay. Notifications on your tablet? Yeah, that was a massive <laughs> error. I'm so sorry. <laughs> it, was a, it, was, it was an email that came through that was totally boring. <laughs> okay, so we'll find out after this podcast yeah. if it worked, but hopefully it did. Enjoyment. Yeah, I've had a good time. Yeah, yeah. I've had a good really high pitched yeah. Well. yeah, which was the excitement just kind of bubbling out. <laughs> Yeah, I have had a good time. I've enjoyed it. Good. And that people get a good flavour of what this is about. I hope so. It's felt it's felt kind of natural okay. for me, and I think we've had fun. I think the the Pennine, the quick Pennine questions will be a fun bit to do with our guests, and hopefully it's been that blend of having a bit of an informal conversation, a bit of a laugh, um, having a few moments that made us giggle, and hopefully that'll yeah. carry on in future episodes. All right, wicked. Uh, so I think the last things to do really are, so Ken, tell us about maybe a few future things that are coming up in some future podcasts. Yeah, so I think in the next two or three podcasts, what we're hoping for, so we've got Tina Pilkington coming from Sport England, who's going to talk to us a bit about the Sport England's perspective on this project and some of the things that are important from a community development perspective. We've got a guest coming in to talk to us about mental health and physical activity, Tim Pattenden, who's a sports psychologist, and Leon Cruikshank from Lancaster University is going to be talking to us about creative engagement. And, uh, and we've got a wall full of post-it notes with all kinds of different guests that we would like to have on, most of whom will hopefully come. So, <laughs> I'm surprised you went there. I thought you were going to go with them. Most of whom will say, not a chance. <laughs> I heard your first podcast. <laughs> it was rubbish. <laughs> Okay, wicked. So there's some really interesting stuff coming up and more interesting things than me and Ken. So I think there's a last thing for me to do. So firstly, thank you so much for spending this time with us. If you thought this was any good, it would be awesome if you could tell people about it, share the link, share the love, and click to subscribe to some future podcasts. Uh, you can have your say by following us or finding us on Twitter at Taft Talks, and you can tweet away. Um, and I won't say thanks and goodbye because I'm going to leave us with a final thought. Um, which is something I think we're going to ask our guests to do um, each yeah, yeah. each time they come, and mm. I'll just leave it with it. So, and this relates back to something that you said earlier, which is worried about people's perceptions, and an awful lot of people worry about perceptions. And one of the things that's always in my head is people always worry about what people think of us, and it inhibits our ability to go out there and do that. So I'm going to leave you with this said by Ethel Barrett, mm. who was um, a writer, which is, we would worry less about what others think of us 
if we realised how seldom they do. Thank you.